Chapter Twenty Four of Short Stories for Short People. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christine G. Short Stories for Short People by Alicia Stewart Aspinwall. The Lady of Snow. One day, the poor bare brown earth awoke and looked sadly up into the sky. The green grass, the pretty bright flowers, and tender leaves had left him long ago, and he knew he was no longer beautiful. The sky saw this, and moved by pity, threw over him a soft white mantle. First she sent down a few feathery stars. Then, well pleased at the effect, more and more and faster and faster they came, till the trees, the bare fields and houses were hidden by the pure white covering, till surely no one could have suspected the hard ugliness beneath. At last, when all was done, the clouds rested, and the big sun shone out, glad that he had something so beautiful to look upon. In one of the houses a little girl stood at the window. "'Mamma! mamma," she called. "'May I not go out into the beautiful new world?' And mamma consenting, out she went, first putting on her thick coat and hood and big rubber boots. "'Now,' said Eleanor, "'I will make a snowman.' No, I don't think I will make a snowman. Everyone does that. I will make a snow woman. So the little maid rolled up the soft, damp snow into a huge ball, gently sloping it at the back for the graceful sweep of the long train. On this another ball was placed for the body, and on this again a third, smaller one, for the well-shaped head. Then Eleanor, running to the house, returned with a handful of cranberries. Two were pressed firmly into the head for eyes. A third she squeezed hard, rubbing the red juice on the firm white cheeks, which blushed astonishingly beneath her touch. Four cranberries placed side by side made the soft red mouth of this wonderful snow lady, and then I wish you could have seen her. Eleanor again ran to the house and got a summer gardening hat and an old red shawl, which shawl had long been regarded as the cat's undisputed property, but the poor lady's need was great. The straw hat was placed on her head, and the faded green strings tied under her chin, and the little girl smiled, well pleased at the fairy blushing face before her. Perhaps the lady had reason to blush, for as yet, poor thing, she was entirely unclothed. But Eleanor quickly remedied that by folding the warm shawl tenderly about the slender figure, crossing and pinning it in front. Just as she did this, a gentle voice said, "'Thank you, dear.' She turned, but saw no one. Again the voice said, "'Thank you for the shawl,' and then the child started back in astonishment, for the words had come from the cranberry lips of the snow lady. "'Why, lady, lady!' she stammered when she was able to speak at all. "'I never knew before that snow people could speak.' "'Snow men can't,' said the lady. "'And tis snow men that children usually make. But you, little girl, have made a snow woman, and women always talk more than men.' "'Why, yes,' said Eleanor. "'I have often heard my papa say that.' She was delighted with her new friend, and spent the entire day with her. It had grown warmer, and the heat seemed to affect the snow lady, for as the day wore on she became greatly depressed. When at last night came, and Mamma called her to come in, Eleanor put her arms about the lady and kissed her affectionately on her red lips. "'Good night. I will come to you to-morrow.' she whispered, but the lady gave her a tender, melting look, and said sadly, "'You have been very kind to me, dear little girl. 
Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Eleanor, running back, gave her one more kiss, and turning at the door, saw the snow lady's face, now so sad, still looking at her. No wonder she feels badly to be left alone through the long night, thought Eleanor, but I will go to her the very first thing to-morrow. With this thought she fell asleep, and as she slept, a gentle pat-pat-pattering was heard outside, which continued all through the night, and in the morning, when Eleanor looked from her little window, there was the bare brown earth again. The beautiful snow was gone. "'My lady! My dear snow lady!' she cried, and dressing quickly she hurried out to her. But alas, when she reached the spot, there lay in a sad little heap only the old red shawl, and on it the green-trimmed straw bonnet. And Eleanor felt as if the whole beautiful white world of yesterday, and the lovely lady of snow, who had looked so sadly at her, had been but a dream. End of The Lady of Snow